1: and And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at angie.com. That's A N-G-I. Or download the app today. Tonight, Joe Biden edges closer to victory as he overtakes President Trump in Pennsylvania and Georgia. With hundreds of thousands of ballots waiting to be counted in five key states, the slow drip tonight of crucial votes in the swing states. And the big question: when will we know who will be the next president of the United States? Preparing for a legal battle, President Trump's campaign raises millions to take his fight to the courts. As sources tell CBS News, the next steps in litigation all come down to Pennsylvania. Checking in on the battlegrounds. In Philadelphia, the mayor with strong words for President Trump. You know, I think what
2: the president needs to do is frankly put his big boy pants on. He needs to acknowledge the fact that
1: he lost. And crowds of Trump supporters in front of a vote counting site in Phoenix. Plus, the vote margin in Georgia is so slim, the state could be headed for a recount. For the third day in a row, the U.S. is on track to report more than 100,000 new coronavirus cases, as at least 24 states set new infections records, By Dr. Anthony Fauci says the nation has struggled to contain the virus. Dramatic rescues as families struggle to escape the floods from Hurricane Ada. Tonight, that storm is headed toward Florida. The forecast on where and when it will hit.
0: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting tonight from CBS News Election Headquarters in Times Square.
1: Good evening and thank you for joining us. We are going to begin tonight with the country on edge and the election still undecided. It has been 20 years since America waited this long to know who its next president would be. Then it came down to one state. Florida. Tonight, it comes down to four, where they are still counting ballots. As we come on the air, Joe Biden now leads in those states, moving him closer to winning the White House. But his lead still isn't decisive enough to get him to the 270 electoral votes he needs. At the same time, President Trump's path to reelection has narrowed, even as his legal team is mounting challenges, and even though he is vowing not to concede. In Philadelphia today, supporters of Joe Biden celebrated outside of the Senate. Center, where votes are being counted as his lead there grew. While in Phoenix, a very different scene has emerged as crowds who support the president protest the counting as workers keep adding up the votes. Now, it has been a day of fast-moving developments from the campaigns and meticulous counting by poll workers. There's a lot of new reporting to get to, and our team of correspondents is standing by to cover it all. CBS's Major Garrett is going to lead off our coverage tonight from right here in our election headquarters. Good evening, Major.
3: Good evening, Norm good evening, everyone. Nora, thanks so much for setting the table. Let's walk through the map step by step, starting in Pennsylvania. We don't have new projections, but we have new developments. Here in Pennsylvania, you can see how much of the vote is in. This morning, former Vice President Biden took the lead from President Trump. The vote's still coming in from this part of Philadelphia and the surrounding suburbs and Allegheny County, which is Pittsburgh, as you can see on the map, generally speaking, Democratic territory. Let's move now to North Carolina. The president's lead there has remained stable, there is no one in either Biden or Trump camp that expects that to be changed. So the North Carolina will in all likelihood end up in the president's column. Georgia, another significant development there. This morning, former Vice President Biden took the narrowest of lead over President Trump. You can see the percentages and the margins. Georgia's Secretary of State said because this margin is likely to land with this much of the vote in within the one-half percentage point that automatically triggers a recount. A recount will be conducted. Georgia has two weeks to carry that out. Let's now move to Arizona. You can see the percentages, how much of the vote is in, and what the president is in relationship to the former vice president. His the former vice president's lead narrowly marked uh, came down a little bit today, but remains relatively stable. Let's go quickly to Nevada. Also, there's brand new data there. This is how much the vote is in. The lead has remained stable for the vice president, actually enlarged a little bit today. The implications of this are very simple. For former Vice President Biden, 20 votes from... Pennsylvania, take him over the top, or Nevada, or Arizona. The president has to have Pennsylvania. Nora?
1: Just waiting for more votes to come in. Major Garrett, thank you. And even though Biden cannot yet claim victory at this hour, he is trying to at least appear presidential. He's already making plans should he be projected as the winner. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is following the Biden campaign and joins us now. Good evening, Ed. Good
4: evening, Nora. As you and Major just discussed, it comes down to about five key states. So for now, Joe Biden, like the rest of us, is left to watch and wait. Joe Biden is on the cusp of history and planning to address the nation tonight in Delaware if the race is called. With counting still underway in five key states, his lead is expanding most notably in Pennsylvania. Well, he pulled away from the president this morning as votes came in from Democratic-heavy Philadelphia. Democratic Senator Bob Casey.
2: And When the official vote is done, he'll win Pennsylvania by somewhere north of or south of 100,000 votes. He's going to win Pennsylvania, get the 20 electoral votes. I think that's the reality.
4: Since Election Day, Biden has sought to strike a unifying tone, appealing for calm.
2: Democracy is sometimes messy. It sometimes requires a little patience as well. But with
4: President Trump not expected to concede, the Biden campaign today said that voters will decide and that the United States government is perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the White House. Biden eked ahead of the president in Georgia thanks to new totals from a metro Atlanta county once represented by the late Congressman John Lewis a longtime voting rights advocate who frequently clashed with President Trump. A Biden win in the GOP stronghold would be the first by a Democrat in 28 years. But state officials today said the tight margin could make a recount all but certain.
3: The final tally in Georgia at this point has huge implications for the entire country. We will get it right and we'll defend the integrity of our elections.
1: And Ed joins us. So, Ed, so how is Joe Biden preparing for what's ahead? Well, if he wins in the coming days, he's expected to
4: turn his attention to top White House appointments and cabinet positions. But all of that would be complicated by the still unresolved balance of power in the Senate, which, of course, won't be resolved until those two special elections down in Georgia.
1: All right. Ed O'Keefe, thank you so much. And with his path to a second term growing more and more narrow, President Trump spent today out of public view, working the phones and urging allies to rally to his side. CBS's Paula Reid joins us now from the White House. And so, Paula, what is the president's plan from here? Good
5: evening, Nora. CBS News has learned that tonight the president is angry and he's disappointed that more of those allies are not coming to his defense, even as he admits to some people close to him that the math may not be there for him. Several of his top advisors met at campaign headquarters today as they launched this last-minute legal battle.
6: President Trump
5: tonight vowing to fight despite Joe Biden's increasing lead with no plans to concede. As soon as Biden pulled ahead in Pennsylvania this morning, the Trump campaign blasting out a statement, this election is not over, saying they'd continue to pursue lawsuits and recounts in the states still undecided.
6: This is a case where they're trying to steal an election. They're trying to rig an election.
5: The mood is somber inside the White House, with one aide telling CBS News the end feels near, and a top Republican official saying the president's fraud claims are harmful to democracy.
0: There is simply no evidence that anybody has shown me or anyone else I'm aware of, of any kind of widespread um, corruption or fraud.
5: Even staunch ally Senator Lindsey Graham said the president needs to present evidence of wrongdoing.
6: I think we need to, to point to
0: instances uh, that are specific.
5: But the president, who is yet to do that, is pushing for an all-out legal assault to slow Biden's momentum.
0: There's tremendous
6: litigation going on.
5: With multiple lawsuits in Pennsylvania alone and plans to pursue recounts in both Wisconsin and Georgia. The fight is not over. Trump advisor David Bossie will now coordinate the campaign's legal strategy, but it's already suffered setbacks with multiple cases tossed out. Amid concerns the president won't go quietly, top economic advisor Larry Kudlow said there will be a peaceful transfer of power.
4: We abide by the rule of law, and so will this president.
5: Advisors say this legal battle should have been mapped out months ago, but nobody wanted to discuss the possibility of losing with the president. Now they are focused on challenging the outcome in Pennsylvania. But if Biden wins by a large enough margin in that state, even the Supreme Court won't be able to help. Nora.
1: Paula Reed at the White House. Thank you. Joining us now is 60 Minutes correspondent and CBS News political analyst John Dickerson. So, John, if Joe Biden wins... How does he unify the country?
6: Well, if he wins, unity is going to be very difficult because President Trump will say he won by cheating, and that means his supporters will be inflamed, and Joe Biden's supporters are then not going to want to extend graciousness to those people. But what we've seen from Joe Biden already, just since the election day, is this attempt to, to show unity that Ed was talking about. He wants to be president of all the people, he says, not just his political base. OK, but what does that mean in practice? It's really hard in practice. You have to show empathy. What is that? It's not just being an nice guy. You need to hear what your opposition is saying, what the people outside of your base are saying. And then the sticky part is you have to implement that in what you do. What happens when you do that is your own supporters say, wait a minute, why are you wasting your time dealing with all of their concerns? Pay attention to our concerns.
1: Well, he may be forced to do that if there's a Republican Senate. That's right. So everybody wants to know, when are we going to know? Uh, This is taking perhaps a little longer than many expected. But at the same time, does it suggest that the system is working?
6: Yeah, people are jumpy. But as you know from talking to officials, uh, election officials, as I have, they've always said, if it takes a long time, that's good. It means we're being methodical. We're checking the facts. It's like in carpentry. You measure twice and you cut once. And we've seen this pay off when officials have been able to bat back crazy claims with facts. The reason they have facts is they were methodical not just in the count, but in beforehand. If you're going to build a platform for a democracy, it has to be stable. And that's what all this slow patient counting is doing, building the foundation for the
1: democracy. They say that same thing in interior design, measure twice, cut once, especially when it's expensive fabric. (laughs) Thank you, John. All right, tonight, the math and the momentum in... In Pennsylvania appeared to be with Joe Biden. Votes from heavily Democratic areas like Philadelphia are giving him a widening lead. And the Keystone states 20 electoral votes are in his sight. CBS's Jerika Duncan is in Philadelphia tonight. And good evening, Jerika. All eyes on where you are.
7: That's right, Nora. It is an important state. And these candidates knew that when you just look at how many times they visited the Keystone State leading up to this very important election, but what continues to happen as we continue to talk about this is the counting. The way that it works is almost like an assembly line of sorts when you think about it. They have to sort the ballots, then they open them up, and they then they go through a scanning system of sorts to go through all of those ballots, and many of them still here remaining in Philadelphia. But again, right now, former Vice President Joe Biden is leading President Trump. Trump by his biggest margin yet now outside the convention center where those votes are being counted in Philadelphia it was another day of music and chants from a crowd calling for every vote to be counted those sounds drowned out really the voices of Trump supporters who told me personally there's no way they said Trump could have lost that lead at a news conference today the mayor of Philadelphia Jim Kenney, was asked what he thinks President Trump should do next.
2: You know, I think what the president needs to do is, frankly, put his big boy pants on. He needs to acknowledge the fact that he lost, and he needs to congratulate the winner.
7: Election officials here in Philadelphia say they're now preparing for about 40,000 more ballots. Those coming in three categories, reviews, provisional, and military ballots.
1: Nora. All right. We are waiting and watching. Jerika Duncan, thank you. Next, we head to Arizona. Biden's ahead as he tries to become the first Democratic presidential candidate to win the state in 24 years. Trump supporters have been staging rallies outside centers where votes are being tallied, and there have been some tense moments. CBS's G- Jamie Ucas is in Phoenix tonight. Good evening, Jamie.
8: Good evening, Nora. You can see inside, they are still counting thousands of ballots here in Maricopa County, and that will go into the weekend. While outside, there's still a crowd determined to wait it out for final results. Today, the crowd got bigger, the chanting louder. More of President Trump's ardent supporters, many armed with guns, turned up for rallies outside the building where tens of thousands of ballots are still being counted. These two women drove here from California. If we don't protect the vote and we don't have legal votes and those votes don't count, we're nothing. During the last three days of demonstrations, we've seen this with President Trump's supporters, people praying. They tell me what they're praying for is an accurate count of ballots inside the Maricopa County Elections Office. Those backing the president also calling on their faith outside the Clark County Election Office in Nevada. Tens of thousands of ballots from the Las Vegas metro area are still being counted. Today, the county registrar responded to GOP claims of invalid voting by people who don't currently live in the state.
3: This is a military town. We also have several students that travel outside of the state to go to school. Those folks are eligible to vote.
8: They started counting early ballots here in Arizona two weeks before Election Day. It may seem like it's taking a long time, but officials say they are on track to complete their quickest count with the most votes they've ever seen. Nora.
1: All right, Jamie Ukas, thank you so much. This morning, much of the nation woke up to the news that Joe Biden is now leading in Georgia. The race there is still extremely close, and the outcome could hinge on provisional and military ballots that still haven't been counted. We get more now from CBS's Mark Strassman.
2: In Gwinnett County, an Atlanta suburb leading Democrat, election officials counted their last 7,000 absentee ballots, a possibly critical moment in a razor-close
3: race. With a margin that small, there will be a recount in Georgia.
2: In 36 hours here, President Trump lost a lead of more than 100,000 votes. Latasha Brown is a Biden supporter. She co-founded the group Black Voters Matter. Do you feel good?
7: I feel really confident that what we're going to see is we're going to have a new president and vice president of the United States.
2: But in North Georgia, Trump supporter Keith Falk is suspicious about the president's lead that evaporated.
3: It almost seemed like they were waiting to see how many votes Trump had, and then they would count the rest to make sure Biden had just enough to pull it out.
2: Today, the president tweeted, where are the missing military ballots in Georgia? They're actually in this state about to be counted up to 8,400 of them. They could be the president's best last hope here. I want to underscore a point that Ed O'Keefe made earlier tonight about uh, Georgia's ballot, which includes two U.S. Senate seats now held by Republicans. This state is about to become the hub of the political universe because both those seats seem headed for the Super Bowl of runoffs in January. Potentially at stake, Nora, control of the U.S. Senate itself.
1: You're going to be opening up a new bureau there for us. Uh, Mark Strassman, thank you. Now to the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. has now recorded more than 100,000 new COVID cases for the third straight day. Thursday saw a record 121,000 cases. Well, today, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, was asked why the U.S. has struggled to contain the virus. And Dr. Fauci said that the country did not have a uniform response to the pandemic. And when we tried to reopen some states didn't do it in a way that was consistent with health officials guidelines. Now to the weather, the death toll from what was once Hurricane Ada jumped dramatically today when Guatemala's military reached a remote mountain village that had been buried by mudslides. At least 100 people are dead or missing there. Elsewhere in Guatemala and Honduras, helicopters and boats are being used to rescue people stranded by floodwaters. Ada is expected to gain strength before hitting Cuba and the Florida Keys as a tropical storm this weekend. Weatherman and NBC Today co-host Al Roker revealed he has prostate cancer. He told viewers this morning that his cancer was caught early, but calls it, quote, a little aggressive. Roker says he wants to raise awareness of a disease that affects one in nine American men. Among African Americans, it's one in about seven. And we are wishing Al Roker a swift recovery. We want to get you caught up on the latest in the race for the White House. Joe Biden now leads President Trump in Georgia and Pennsylvania and maintains his edge over the president in Arizona and Nevada. Ballots are still being counted in those states, and Georgia is heading to a recount. This hour, CBS News has not yet projected a nationwide winner, but if Biden holds his lead in those four states, he would win the presidency with 306 electoral votes. President Trump has remained out of public view all day in a statement the president vowed to never give up the fighting. And stay with CBS News for the latest on the election. We'll be back throughout the night as more votes come in and I'll be joined by our powerhouse political team for an America Decides special that's at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. And if a reminder if you can't watch the CBS Evening News live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our CBS News election headquarters. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS evening news, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wonderycom survey.
8: Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too.